this thing on? Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. This no-holds-barred conversation happens every Tuesday with new guest experts, raw conversations, and real tips for lasting change for your mind, body, your business, and your marketing. So grab your cocktail and let's dive in. Nicole, welcome to Lexi's Lounge. What are you drinking today? Well, today I am drinking my favorite tea. It is Earl Grey cream tea. What? Some vanilla almond creamer. It's so good. And you have to go with the Earl Grey cream tea because it has hints of lavender and vanilla in it. And it is the move. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Cream tea. Where do you get that? My personal favorite is the Tivana Earl Grey cream tea. And I honestly order it in bulk off Amazon because I drink it like at least once a day. And also fun fact, it has a higher caffeine level than coffee. So yeah. Sign me up. Put an affiliate link down below. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> champagne. Drinking champagne that just blew up all over me in my nice <laughs> jacket. Oh, cheers to that. Kicking things off with an actual bang. Literally <laughs> an actual bang that's all down my sweatshirt. So that's nice. But I have I was telling Nicole before we started this, I have three podcasts recordings today and we're in a lounge and I'm like well why wouldn't I why wouldn't I have champagne at eight in the morning duh hold on yeah absolutely it's like a requirement yeah honestly it would be rude for me to invite you to a lounge and then not drink anything usually I'm drinking water though (laughs) yeah definitely champagne requirement yeah Okay, so Nicole, for the people who are like, okay, she sounds awesome. She drinks great tea, but I don't know who she is. Can you tell us about you? Yes, definitely. Hello. Hi, I'm Nicole. I am definitely multi-passionate, do a few different things. So primarily, I have two businesses. I run an agency. We do a lot of branding, web design, social media marketing, copywriting, all that jazz. And then my personal side of things, I am a strategist. I'm a marketing strategist, business coach. So I do one-on-one coaching and I have digital courses that kind of teach you how to do all of these things yourself. So that is the primary what I do. Other random fun facts about me. I'm a professional flutist. What? Um, that's actually what my degrees are in. So you get a degree in fluting? <laughs> yeah, in fluting. I am a master, a master of fluting, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I also am, am into spooky things. So over here, I'm literally already like, okay, Home Goods has Halloween stuff out. I think it might be ready or, you know, might be time to decorate my whole house for Halloween. But yeah, spooky things. And I also have a, a paranormal podcast. So <laughs> there you go. There's fun things about podcast me. podcast called? It is called The Real Ghosts Of Podcast. Uh, we took inspiration from The Real Housewives Of. So all of our episodes are kind of named after like the location that we're investigating. So like The Real Ghosts Of Yorktown Memorial Hospital. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So how do you find these paranormal stories? <laughs> we, for the podcast, there's a little team, a little girl gang. It's myself, my friend Taylor, my friend Tony, and we all kind of have our different roles. So Taylor and Tony are kind of responsible for finding the locations, doing outreach. A lot of times things will just kind of fall into our lap. To be honest with you, when we're out at locations or doing investigations, people, once they realize what we're doing, they'll generally come up and be like, oh my God, have you heard of this place? You need to go here. Or like, oh my God, I'm, I'm over at, you know, I work here in 
this place is super haunted. You guys have to come out, you know? So it's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of that. And then uh, Taylor does all of the preliminary research backgrounds. You know, we're talking like going down to the historical center, digging through shit, like in-depth research, right? To make sure that the locations actually like have a history to them because if we're going to turn it into a podcast episode it can't just be like well so and so said that there's you know a ghost here that walks down the stairs it's like we want to be able to like validate like oh yeah and also actually here's the story of some lady actually died in the staircase in a fire and da 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 you know it like makes it way more interesting so yeah <laughs> I didn't realize that that much okay I'm also kind of lazy I'll start with that but I didn't realize that that much work went into that but that's good that you vet everything rather than being like Billy Bob yeah. Thornton down the road said that there a uh, ghost someone died in 1876. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah exactly. <laughs> and that's it's one of the kind of one of the big things. We're, we're going down a rabbit hole here, but <laughs> that's kind of one of the big things with the paranormal community is there's definitely a big difference between like being a paranormal investigator versus just like like you know ghost hunting, right? Like I'm gonna walk into this place and be like you know oh hey ghosts anybody in here like come fight me you know like you see on some of the tv shows versus like an actual investigation like you're you're doing an actual investigation right like you're doing the research you're digging up the history and actually even in like this is how far down the rabbit hole we go okay on our very first investigation it's at uh whatever a site that has like a historical monument you know one of those like historical markers and through our research we actually were able to find out that like that historical marker actually has incorrect information on it so we're like okay like who wants to go tell the historical commission <laughs> oh so you're out do here doing the lord's work you're like listen you guys are yeah. wrong first of all but i'm gonna yeah exactly <laughs> just like casual <laughs> i love that well i love that the i love the fact that when we initially were talking about doing the show, we were talking about like, you know, some bitch business stuff and your agency and marketing and da 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 and then fluting and then paranormal activity. I like that we started with that because I think this really does tie into the greater conversation that I want to have with you today. And that's about using your personal brand, like utilizing yourself to create a world around you that works for you rather than going to work corporate and getting off at 5 p.m. and then going home and being like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. and doing that five days a week and then hating your life and waiting until you retire. I think it really opens up that greater conversation on a personal brand. So can you give me your perspective as to what you would define a personal brand as? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, a personal brand, I would say, I mean, first of all, you're building your brand centered around you, right? Like you as the human. And obviously that's very vulnerable. And I think a lot of fears can come up around it because in my opinion, when you're doing something like that, you really do have to fully step into and own who you are. All aspects of that. And I'll, I'll give you a good example of this for me one of the things that I'm kind of known for now is that I'm very no BS I'm I'm very direct I'm that person that tends to just like you know say the shit that everybody else is thinking but doesn't want to say like that's usually me my mouth has been getting me in trouble my entire life and I tried to hide that about me for a really long time I was very you know oh this isn't really an aspect I want to show other people it gets me in trouble a lot it's going to rub people the wrong way it's going to piss people off people aren't going to like me blah 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 and so being able to get over that and kind of 
come to terms with like, okay, well, no, actually like this really is just who I am. And as I'm building my brand, you know, if you're not letting people get to see those aspects of who you actually are, it's a lot harder to find your people, right? Because yeah, like all of my clients now are like super sassy and opinionated. And I'm like, great, this is amazing. But that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been, you know, stepped out of that fear and been able to authentically portray like, hey, this is just who I am. And some people won't like it. And that's fine. If it's not for you, it's not for you, you know, but anyway, just building really building everything by showcasing who you truly are as a person and, and using that to infuse those elements of branding, right? So becoming memorable, you know, obviously those strategic elements to build your build your brand, build your business. Yeah. And you know, something that you said that really stuck out was about being who you truly are. And I feel like we should tap into this greater conversation about being your authentic self, even though that word is so close. But I think that for so long, people have been looking at other people to see like, what's normal, what's okay, what's politically correct, what's acceptable, what, like, what can I say, what can't I say? And I think because of that, people have really been suppressing themselves. And I think just in general, the programming that we have in society in America, we both live in America, it's really interesting to just watch and observe how people operate in the world because everybody's fucking weird. Like nobody, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody has this world figured out and nobody is going to. We're all just looking around to see like, Oh, okay, I do that too. So that must be normal. But that doesn't mean it's normal. But to your point, like when you can truly step into like your weird, goofy, sassy, unapologetic, loud mouth, whatever you want to classify it side without putting a good or a bad on it. That's I feel like when you really can step into that authentic, yeah. there's a different word, <laughs> that role of like who you yeah. truly are. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Absolutely. And I, I really like how you pointed out that, you know, it's a lot of like looking around and what's everybody else doing and da, da, da. And I will say like, just to give some validation, like we've all done it especially in the beginning when you're first starting out, you know, and you're new and you really are like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what's going on here. You are like, you're kind of looking around and seeing what everybody else is doing. And, oh, this is kind of the norm. This is how people present themselves. Da 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 da. Right. But after you've been doing it for a minute, you kind of realize it's like, well, I'm kind of like putting up this facade almost, right? I'm trying to fit in to this little box that the people around me have created and kind of decided, oh, this is what is supposed to be done. This is how you're supposed to look. This is, you know, take your brand photo sitting at your desk, holding your coffee mug with your laptop. You know, it's like, this is what everybody else does. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, then you're just being a copy paste version of basically everything else, right? And so when you are able to really, I think, honestly, I think it comes down to like, just not giving a fuck, (laughs) at least in my opinion, like you can kind of stop giving a fuck of what everybody else is doing. And like, you know, the supposed to's, right? This is what an entrepreneur is supposed to do and supposed to look like and uh, supposed to say and supposed to, you know, release for their offers, blah, blah, blah. And just be like, you know what, I don't really like give a fuck. I'm just gonna like, this is what excites me. And this is what I want to talk about. And this is what has been in my brain. And like, yeah, I'm fucking weird and like paranormal shit. And I'll go hang out in a fucking morgue for like an overnight you know and like that's fun to me but like talking about that that like those things about you like we all know this but like you're the only you right so cliche but because of that that intrinsically makes you 
different and unique and stand out from everybody else around you when it comes back to the personal branding, right? It's a really honestly, it's like the easiest way to stand out. And that's one of the things I have so many people approach me that are like, oh, you know, I want to do X, Y, Z, but there's already so many people that do this. And I don't really know how I can stand out. And it really just comes down to at the end of the day, like literally just be yourself. Like that's it. And you, you are going to be unique and different than everybody else. Like stop looking at the shit that everybody else is doing. Like, honestly, like don't freaking scroll. Don't scroll on Instagram and just like do whatever the fuck you want to do. Say whatever you want to say. And like, that's probably just already going to be different than what other people are doing. Yeah. There was this quote that said, if you can't be better, be different. And that always stuck out to me because I was like, oh, there could be a million copywriters in the world, but the people that are going to want to buy from Nicole are the people who also in their personal time love paranormal activity, or they're also really fucking sassy, or they also are outspoken and loud and they like the opinionated people. And they like the fact that you can step into your most true version of yourself and you're not afraid to do so. Like, I, I think because of the way that we kind of operate in the world how how we do look left to right. I think that, I mean, everybody does it, like you said. But I think when, you, when you're when you looking at it from a business context, I think the biggest thing you need to know is yourself. Because if you don't, then it's going to be really easy to copy people. It's going to be, I mean, even, not even intentionally. I'm saying like subconsciously, like you see someone say a certain word and you're like, oh, I like that word. And then it starts being ingrained in your subconscious. And then it just starts slipping out of your mouth. You know, like not saying you can't use a certain word, but it's just an example of like, just how influenced as humans we are, but also how, I, I also feel like there is a lack of self-awareness in a lot of people in the business world, not in a bad way, but just like not knowing who they are and what they bring to the table specifically, but it truly boils down to as easy as being yourself. Like if you're weird, show up weird. Like I pulled my foot up in my Instagram story yesterday. Is that not weird? <laughs> it's great. I'm here for it. <laughs> right? So when it comes to your personal brand, now that we know like what, well, I mean, what it is, it's essentially just being yourself and owning it, like owning the good, bad, the ugly. And I feel like just owning the fact that we're all messy humans who have no idea what we're doing and we're all trying to figure it out, all of us. When we talk about being multi-passionate, because I know you're multi-passionate and I know I'm multi-passionate. Can we go deep real quick into what being multi-passionate is? And then we'll talk more about like how we bring our personal brand in into that. What would you say being multi-passionate <laughs> multi is? Multi-passionate, being passionate about multiple things, right? <laughs> easy, easy version of that. <laughs> yeah. So do you think, would you say if you are a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you have to have a personal brand? <sighs> okay. So I'm very much like, I'm never going to be one of those people that's like, if you want to do this, you have to do this. Like there's a million and one fucking ways to do anything and everything. Right. But I will say at least in my own personal experience and in my experience with working with clients, other businesses, whatever, who also do multiple things, it is significantly easier to branch out when you have a personal brand because when you are doing that, if people are showing up for you, right, your personal brand, they know who you are, they love you, they're vibing with you, whatever, it really doesn't matter 
what you do. They love you. So they're probably going to show up and support you, right? Support your endeavors. And it's exactly like, like we see a lot of celebrities do this, right? If you think about like Drew Barrymore and now she has all of these other different things and Jessica Alba, she has like Honest Company and whatever. And like Reese Witherspoon, she has uh, Draper James and her book club and whatever. Like that all started because of them as like, they built their personal brand, right? People know like, oh my God, Reese Witherspoon, she was in Legally Blonde and I love her and da 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 da. So then she comes out with this other thing and it's like, there's that in, intrinsic trust is already built in there because she had her personal brand first. And so then people are going to be much more inclined to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I need to check out this, uh, Draper James thing because Reese Witherspoon started it. And like, I freaking love her. So if she created this. It's gotta be good. Right. And it's like, you know, it, it just kind of like, it lends itself very well to expanding mm-hmm. your brand and your business. If you start with a personal brand first. Hey, don't mean to interrupt. It's going to be really quick, but we have a message from our sponsors. By the way, hope you love what you're hearing so far. Now from our sponsor. Hey, it's Alexi McKinley. I'm your host of this podcast and also the sponsor of this podcast because I own UpWest Social and PR. For all my business owners out there, are you looking to grow your brand, expand your reach, become the number one top trusted source in your industry and continually have a funnel of new clients to work with? If you said yes to any of these questions, it's time you join the Be Your Own Publicist program, or as I like to call it, BYOP. This is an eight-week hybrid program where you will learn the ins and outs of doing your own PR, essentially becoming your own publicist. For more information or to join, hit the link in the show notes below. Now back to our scheduled programming. That makes so much sense. The way you broke that down is like, okay, easy. So the question that arose for me when, when you were saying that is, do you think that there's a difference between an influencer and a personal brand? I mean, not really, to be honest with you. I think it's just different terms and they're doing different things, right? Like influencer, like, yes, I've done work with brands and I've done work in my agency, like on behalf of brands, but I mean, obviously I run a business, I do marketing stuff, whatever. So like the majority of what you see me posting isn't like, oh, hashtag ad, blah, 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 right? But whenever I do recommend things, like people know, oh, Nicole's saying that she doesn't recommend very very many things. So like, it must be good, right? So I think that there's definitely overlap and it's just, you know, people tend to associate the term hashtag influencer, right? With like the, the, people on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, who are just doing like ad, 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 right? But it's like, I mean, anybody can do that. If you have a personal brand to do that, meaning do people like you? Do people trust what you have to say? And I also think another point that I would like to make here, just as like a side note, is you don't have to have a certain amount of followers to be, you know, an influencer or be able to influence people to make decisions, right? Even if you only have like 100 people who follow you on Instagram, if it's just family and friends, if they trust what you have to say and listen to what you have to say, and if you make a recommendation and they would be like, oh yeah, actually I need to go try that, right? Like you're technically, like that would be classified influencer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I mean, I agree with you 100%. Like, I think they are just fluid terms. I think regard, I think even if you don't think you're an influencer, and maybe you even made fun of influencers in the past, I think that you're still an influencer. I think every single one of us is an influencer. We all influence people in one way or another, good or bad, but we get to choose whether it's good or bad. I love that so much. Okay. So for the people that are listening that are like, okay, I've had this on my heart for a long time. Like I want to start 
tapping into more of my personal brand, or I want to start building that community of people that I can expand upon. So like if I want to, you know, start an agency one day, or maybe I want to start doing brand deals, or maybe I want to like have a membership or I want to start becoming a speaker. What is your best piece of advice for people who want to start building that personal brand? So I would say for me, the biggest thing when it comes to branding is it's basically a marketing strategy to be memorable. And so what I usually recommend to my clients in this scenario is we do two things. So number one is we need to figure out, I call it your it factor. So that one thing that is just like intrinsically who you are, but that makes you really unique that we can kind of dial up a few notches. So this for me would be, you know, the, how I'm very no BS, right? And this is generally something I do want to point out that you've probably tried to hide about yourself for a while. Maybe it's gotten you in trouble. Maybe you feel embarrassed about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. It's like, whatever that thing is figuring that out and then dialing it up a few notches. And so, and also kind of figuring out like some different ways that you can incorporate it into things. So like for me with the no BS thing, sometimes I'll pop off on random shit in my stories. And I have a little graphic. That's like a picture of me, like, you know, drinking out of a, a tea a tea mug with like a sassy look on my face. And it says like tea time with Nicole, you know? So whenever I'm about to pop off on something, like I'll use that because again, that's like consistency, making it memorable, whatever. So that's the first thing is kind of figuring out your it factor and how can we like infuse that into your brand, turn it up a few notches, put it on repeat, really infuse that into things. So that way you become known for it. And then the second thing that I like to do is figuring out what are three to five things about you that are I mean, not necessarily unique, but things that you really like, things that are just like related to who you are. And then can we put, how can we put those on repeat as well? Because again, it's kind of a, a be memorable exercise. And I'm not talking like, oh, I like coffee. I like candles. Like that's so fucking vague. Like everybody likes coffee, you know? But it's like literally like, okay, looking at my desk right now, (laughs) I have a little moon lamp sitting next to me. Like I'm obsessed with the moon. I like following the moon phases and you know, whatever. So like I could talk about that. I have, oh, (laughs) I have a crystal ball sticker here because one of my courses, that's kind of the little like logo for it is crystal ball. So I could like do that. I've seen people do like, uh, oh, here I have Cheetos. Maybe, (laughs) maybe I'm obsessed with Cheetos. I want to talk about Cheetos, you know? But like for, for me, one of the Uh things is New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I was in New Orleans for two weeks last month. Like people will literally send me house listings from New Orleans and be like, oh, I found your house. Right. Also the paranormal stuff. That's a big thing for me. So people will send me like paranormal shows and whatever. So it's really finding those things that are just unique to you. Things that you really love. And again, kind of putting it on repeat. So that way you can build that association with other people and it keeps you top of mind, right? Like if somebody's walking through a store and they see a bag of Cheetos and they like take a picture like oh my god Nicole loves Cheetos I'm gonna send it to her you know is basically branding is just it's an exercise and being memorable yeah and I, I love I love especially that when you were saying the three to five unique things about you because everything that you shared you're like Cheetos this moon sticker the, the paranormal stuff that's all stuff that you do in your personal life And it's not something that you necessarily do for business or for dollars or whatever. So I think the biggest thing to take away from 
or one of the biggest things to take away from what Nicole just said is like, think, take inventory of the shit you're doing every single day. Like, what are you eating? Like, what patterns do you repeat? What habits are you in? And start looking at those. What things do you absolutely love? And you're like, I will never trade this for anything. And then start sharing more about that because people connect more with people, not marketing strategies. Exactly. And that's why, like, I mean, this, even though this is a marketing strategy and we're, we're doing this strategically, it is at the end of the day, people Mm want to connect with other people, right? And if all you ever talk about is business and hashtag ad, and here's my three tips for da 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 da, like that's okay. Well, everybody else on Instagram is doing that. You know, like what is setting you apart? That's when you're getting into the category of like, oh, there's already a million and one people doing this. What's going to set me apart? Like, yeah, if that's all you're talking about is business stuff, you're not going to be set apart. You have to talk about who you are. And that's really, you know, that's why it is a personal brand. Yeah. And I mean, it builds trust too. Like think about these big chains like Walmart or Albertsons or Safeway if you're up here in Washington. I don't know the owners of these people. Like, I don't know what they look like. I don't have any personal connection with them, but I know the people at Moe's Coffee in Arlington and they are the sweetest, nicest people. And I, when I am there, I will make a point to go there because I like the people who own it. And like coffee to me is not like, oh my God, this is the best coffee ever. Like, I don't feel like that about anywhere, but I specifically make a point to go there because I like the people who own it. I like the way they run it. And then their branding is just a perk, you know? So I feel like to everything Nicole just said, start putting your personal twist on things people that's what people are going to connect with that's what's going to make them feel like oh i'm safe to be a human too because you are or if you share something like okay so probably not a ton of people i don't know that that kind of sounds rude in my opinion (laughs) to myself i was gonna say probably not a lot of people like paranormal stuff but i'm just not somebody who's like that that freaks me out but I know that there's a ton of people who do like paranormal stuff. So when you're sitting there on Instagram talking about it, someone who has never talked about their love for paranormal activity is going to be like in your DM saying, Hey, I saw that. And I love that too. Oh my gosh. Did you hear about this, that, or the other thing? Like that's where the connection is really hardwired rather than hot. And that's exactly what happens too. Like literally every time I post about it, it's so funny because there'll be people who they've maybe never spoken to me before. And then they, you know, it creates that safe space and they feel excited and they want to reach out and they want to start that conversation. Or maybe it might be people that I already know being like, you know, developing a further connection and then I'm reaching out and being like, oh my God, I didn't know you were into that. I'm into that too. Have you been to da 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 da? You know, and it's just like it creates a much deeper relationship with people. And if we're tying this back into the strategy portion of things, like, yes, at First of all, I want to have a relationship with people. I want people to know like, hey, I'm an actual real person on the other side of the screen. And so are you. And I care about you as a human being, right? It's not just like you are not just a dollar sign. But (laughs) if we are looking at the, here's the actual strategy of why this works so well. If you think about when, when people are, are buying, if a friend or somebody you know comes and says like, hey, I have this thing, da 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 or like, hey, can you do me a favor on blah, 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 right? Like you're going to be, you're probably not going to really hesitate to think about it. You're just going to be like, oh yeah, sure. What, what do you need or whatever, right? Versus if it's like some random person that you've never spoken to before and they're like, hey, buy this ticket to my blah, 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 right? Like you're not going to give a fuck because you don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, see, she's straight up. No BS. Like if I don't know you, I probably don't care about what you have to sell. That's the reality. (laughs) I don't. 
I mean, think about like GoFundMe accounts, you know, there's so many on the internet. The ones that you're going to donate to are the ones are probably the people that, you know, probably a cause that's really close to your heart because you have that connection with it, but you're not going to see like Joe Smith's GoFundMe account for rent. You're probably not going to donate to him if you don't even know that. But another example is this podcast. Right now, Nicole and I are just, we are bantering. We are just having a free-flowing conversation. None of these questions are scripted. It's literally just like when she's saying something, I think about something, you might hear me typing it. And then I ask her after she's done talking. But later, we're going to promote what she has to offer. But that's just the perfect example of you're hearing the humanness of Nicole and I speaking right now. Like she's telling me about things she likes, the things she does, more about her. So you're really getting this connection with Nicole and the things that there are certain things that she's saying that you're resonating with. Right. And then at the end of this, when she talks about her offer and like, or maybe some way that she can help you in your business or your brand, you're going to be like, Ooh, that sounds good. And then you're going to look because you already have that connection and trust built with Nicole. And that's why I run my podcast this way. Cause I know that if I just had her on here and I'm like, okay, Nicole, give me your three steps to scaling your company. You guys are going to be like, boring. I want to hear the human shit. I want to hear like the weird, I want to see what your armpit looks like when it's not shaved for a week and see if that's normal. You know, like that's, that's the shit people want to see. They don't want to say it, but they want to, they're going to be all up in your business. That's why the TikToks that literally, and the reels that take like five seconds are the ones that outperform the curated ones that take four hours every yeah. time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. One thing I want to ask you, is there anything that you have done strategically recently that you're like, Ooh, this is against the grain of what everybody does. And I know this sets me apart. Ooh, strategically. <laughs> I'll give you an example of mine. So I have zoom fatigue really bad right now, even though we're on a zoom call, this is for podcasting it's different but I have Zoom fatigue really bad because of the last few years. So every coaching call that I have now, it's a phone call and I'm on a walk as I'm doing it. And I'm letting my blood flow to my head and I'm talking and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like probably heavy, heavy breathing and they're like, what the hell? But we're not just stuck behind a computer where it's like you have to be stationary and we're walking and we're thinking and we're doing. And I know my clients that I've been on those calls with, they're like, they, they could care less. Like they actually feel better that they can take a shit while we're on a call. They just put themselves on mute. Yeah. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say, so for me, I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like super peppy and excited all the time and turn on all the time and, you know, showing up and sell, sell, sell. Like, that's not me. I'm pretty like low key chill. I don't have a ton of energy. Like I don't want to work all day, every day. I have chronic health stuff, you know? So to be honest with you, I'm kind of lazy. Like if I could lay in bed all day and just watch Netflix, like, yeah, I definitely would for sure. And any Cheetos, eat my Cheetos. <laughs> but Yes. And then like have your, your Cheeto crusted fingers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But so what I've been doing for, what is it now? July, June, July, August front facing. I'm not really promoting much. Like I'm doing a couple master classes, but those are literally like, I'll talk about them. Like 
a couple days before the class and like, hey, this is what we're talking about. Come hang out if you want. But I'm not doing any big launches. I'm not doing any like hard selling, hard pitching. I'm really just kind of like going low key and allowing myself time to rest. Like literally June, I pretty much didn't work. I was in New Orleans for two weeks and then came back for a week and was chilling and then was in Kansas City doing paranormal shit. Like I, I pretty much didn't work. But what I am doing is I'm selling on the back end. I'm a big... I prefer passive things like set it up once and then watch it work. Right. So some things that I was doing the beginning of the year was getting like funnels in place and some different backend sales strategies. Like, okay, if I do this masterclass at the end, maybe I'll give you some sort of extra bonus where if you wanted to enroll in this course and you know, whatever, then you just have the emails going out or do it like incorporating upsells within the things, things like that, where it's, it's not a front facing, like big launch, big promotion, but I still, have ways where like I'm still making money pretty much every day you know so yeah I think that's pretty against (laughs) the norm especially in like the online business industry you know most people are like launching something new every single month and here's this new program and oh my god this is gonna be so exciting and doing something I've never done before I'm like Mm. yeah well I'm doing something I've never done before I'm fucking chilling for like three months (laughs) yeah yeah I like that better I'm doing something I've never done and I'm not selling (laughs) and well Selling actively. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I'm not one of those people either. I think, I think most people who see me online would be very shocked to know that I'm very antisocial oh, yeah. in person. I like, I, I must grow up my energy to be like, hey, on social media. Like, the way I am on social media is if I'm like on a really good day, have a lot of energy, that's how I am normally. But 95% of the time when you see me out in the grocery store, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to talk no, to that's anybody. Definitely <laughs> me. I'm totally an introvert. And I'm always like, yeah, there's, there is a reason I built my business online. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. And this is why I'm only taking phone calls now because I don't want to see people. <laughs> I'll talk to you, but I don't want to look. I just don't want to I don't want to have to save face for too long. (laughs) Yeah. And then your cheeks start hurting. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. There's definitely communication fatigue. Yeah. For sure. Okay. One last thing that I want to talk about before we go or before I ask you about your offers. How crazy is it that the moons control the Oh my God. I know. See, this is why I'm I'm like obsessed with the moon. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Like just the fact that... It can be, I mean, I live near water. So the fact that it could be so low tide, I'm like, that's the moon doing that in the middle of the yeah. day. Like what? The moon's way the fuck up here. And then the tide's way yeah. down here. And, but somehow. Yeah. And they, it's so cool too, because if you like go even further down the rabbit hole, it will actually control like like fishing, like fish it, like whatever fish patterns of whatever, like how they're swimming and shit. So my little brother, he's the complete opposite of me, but he loves fishing. He's like always out on a boat, whatever. He's a marine mechanic. Like that's his fucking thing. And when I first started learning about all this stuff, I even asked him because I heard that fishing on a full moon, that like all the fish are out and they like have their spots that they're in, that they're in a full moon. And it's like a big congregation of fucking and fish I don't know but whatever I like asked him about it and he's like oh yeah that's totally a thing whenever I go fishing it's usually like on or around the full moon I was like whoa <laughs> wow that's insane <laughs> I don't get that because they like the moon and the fish have never talked there's no like hey take this route today <laughs> at this time turn left <laughs> is the moon like our gps yeah, coordinates moon gps <laughs> 
gosh, that is so funny. Okay, well, Nicole, this has been such a fulfilling conversation. Like, this was so fun. And I know that the the listeners, please reach out to her. If, if, and if, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Please reach out to her and connect with her on social. But first, before we go, can you tell people who you work with and how they can work yes, with Yes, absolutely. So if you want to come chat, hang out, whatever, I'm generally, Instagram is the place I'm the most active. So you can come find me on there. It's at Nicole Ricardo. My last name is R-I-C-C-A-R-D-O. So come chat over there. Obviously, I'm no BS. So if you have random questions about stuff I'm not going to beat around the bush and just tell you but how we can work together so first I would love if you go to my website which just nicolericardo.com on the homepage I have a fun little quiz it's my new thing that I created I literally have been like working on it since the end of last year on finding what is your badass business persona because I am definitely obsessed with all of those like personality type quiz things like Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and whatever so I wanted to create something kind of similar that's like business related so you can go take that if you check it out on my website homepage again nicolecardo.com but other ways that we can work together yeah I mean I have a few different courses I do some master classes throughout the year I'm a big big digital course person and obviously like passive sales so if that's something that you're interested in building a digital course scaling a digital course creating a product suite for client retention upsells downsells selling on the back end all that jazz that's definitely my my zone of genius but yeah I mean if you have any questions about like business related marketing related pop into my dms and again I'm like very no bs so there have been times when people are like hey can you help me with da 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 I'm like nope go see this person you know but if I can I will direct you in the right direction I love that I love that you have your integrity you're like no I'm not gonna just take your money oh, just yeah, to take no. it I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you have the right the right yes, cues and absolutely. the right tools well, Nicole, thank you so much. This conversation was so fun. We talked about everything from personal branding to multi-passionism to creating your mem- memorable marketing strategy to moon and the tides and paranormal activities. So this was just so flipping fun. And I hope that everybody listening to this felt so as well. So make sure to leave some love in the reviews and um, connect with both Nicole and I on social media and come back next week. So Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us in the lounge today. Don't forget to share some love in the reviews, connect with us on social media and subscribe so you never miss a beat. And can you do me one last favor? Send me a DM on Instagram so I can say, hey, I would love to get to know you more. Until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.